Welcome to Real Life Real Equity Podcast with your hosts, Justin and Keisha Brooks. Hey, welcome to the show. Our goal is to share with you real life examples of entrepreneurs who are winning in both life and business. As real estate investors, our mission is to model, educate, and inspire you to act by sharing ease to implement tools, ideas, and information to add more worth to your net worth, more cash to your cash flow, helping you achieve your goals in less time. Welcome to the show. All right, welcome back to the show. We got another episode of Real Life Real Equity Podcast. Hello, everyone. How is everyone out there? Yeah, so first off, we want to give a big shout out to all the guests we've had in the last, what, 10 episodes, something like that? Yes. Big shout out to Billy Kills. We had Stephen Arnie on the podcast, G. Edward Griffin, the author, the creature from Jekyll Island, Jay Hartley, a phenomenal speaker, Victor Manas, founder of the Real Estate Espresso Podcast. If you haven't checked this podcast out, definitely go check it out. Michael Zuber. Michael Zuber's doing some really big things, really valuable content with his One Rental at a Time uh, YouTube channel and podcast. Peter and Monique Helm, the deal hunter, and uh, (laughs) (laughs) Monique, the real estate investor goddess. Dr. Eric Tate, phenomenal syndicator, speaker, physician, and then the great Mauricio Raoul, who we all know and love as the anti-lawyer, the only lawyer we know that speaks English. Yes. Thank you all so much for being on our podcast. Thank you all so much for adding so much value to our audience. So if you want to hear a special guest, definitely hit us up in an email, info at realliferealequity.com. Tell us who you want to hear and then tell us why you want to listen to them and what you want us to talk about. Before we get started, we just want to take a moment to really say thank you to everybody who's listened to our podcast, who's taken the time to download. We don't take it lightly. The podcast has really taken off. It's gone in a direction we didn't even foresee it going. Yeah. We have a really big passion, a really big heart for helping entrepreneurs see the reality behind entrepreneurship and business ownership, letting them know they're not alone. So let's take a minute to talk about the why for a minute. And I don't mean like where we went through the previous podcast. If you didn't check it out, how to actually go five levels deep with the why. We're not talking about that right now. We're talking about the why and really what that means and what it doesn't mean. So for me, I listen to people like Eric Thomas, if you succeed as you want to breed, then you'll be successful. Or quotes like, if the why is big enough, the what and the how will just show up. Mm. And I think there's a component that's not being talked about enough. Like the idea that there is so much information out there, but there's and there's so much fake news, there's so many fake gurus, there's so many fake people, there's Instagram famous people. And it's, it's getting to be more than just having a big why. Yeah, a lot of people are putting on this persona. Yeah, it's about being able to trust people. Yeah. Being able to trust people. Because you can have a big why and you can trust the wrong person with your big why Mm. and the what, the how, and the who will be the wrong. Well, here's another thing too. You truly have to figure out how to discover your own why and then how to get that right person to help you tap into that potential because that is very important you know it's so easy to fall into what everybody else is doing and realize that if everybody else is doing it run the opposite way like I just I just seen that somewhere like run the opposite way because normally that that's not the way you need to be going yeah and and no it's all about gaining clarity but let me let me really hit this home so Robert Kiyosaki talks about he just released a book called fake and uh, the new book fake is fake money fake teachers fake assets 
how lies are making the poor and the middle class poorer. And that's what our podcast has really tried to expose, the fake. Because the lies that are out there are truly making the poor and the middle class poor because the gurus that are the lies are out there saying all you need is a big why and then follow me and oh by the way I don't actually practice what it is that I'm telling you to do I just want you to go do it mm. they're they're philosophy based teachers and that's not the kind of people that we follow there's yeah. a place for everything so I want to go into deep real a real deep dive uh, for the time that we have remaining about why we are not only big fans of Robert Kiyosaki and what he teaches we're big fans of Dave Ramsey for what he teaches. Yeah. We're big fans of Tony Robbins for what he teaches. We're big fans of Dan Kennedy for what he teaches. We're big fans of Dave D for what he teaches. We're big fans of Dr. Eric Thomas for for what he teaches. Yes. We're big fans of the real estate guys and Robert Helms and Russell Gray for what they teach. But here is the reality. We're big fans for most everything they teach and the key word is most. And that's what we want to talk about today. Now, I'm not saying before we get started, because some people will say, oh, my God, you just said most, not all. You shouldn't listen to all of what anybody says. Yeah. Because there is no one way to do anything. There is not a person either past, present or future that would ever that will ever have the same fingerprint DNA as you. Yeah. As you. You are unique, and if you're unique, the problems, the situations are going to be unique at some level to you. Now, with that being said, there are models, there are people, there are mentors, there are coaches out there that can help you get through. But if everybody's problem was the same, everybody could follow the same model and everybody could win. And that's not the case. And there's too many people out there promoting that it is the case, and it's not. So I'm going to talk about the three types of information marketing. And, and when I say information marketing, the three types of gurus. You know, there's three types of gurus in the world, right? Right, right. Those are philosophy-based, experience-based, or a hybrid of both. Right. And so what do I mean? What do we mean? So philosophy-based. A lot of the gurus out there, they teach and they coach and they mentor, but they don't actually execute. And so for us, the solution is... Find people that practice what they preach. Be wary of the teacher that does not do at scale what he is teaching you to do. Hmm, that's good. Be wary of the teacher that does not do at scale what he is teaching you to do. And that goes with mentors, that goes with coaches, that goes with whatever the case may be. Now, here's the deal. I'm not saying that all philosophy-based teachers are bad I'm saying that there is a place for each and know which one is which and which one is best for you so for example if you're looking to buy an education-based program the things that they give away for free you should be able to implement immediately and I mean that goes for everybody and I don't talk generally or speak in absolutes very often but this is true the reason being information is abundant wisdom is not Information is abundant. Wisdom is not. Hmm. People that don't actually practice what it is they preach, they don't actually have field experience, they don't have the same level of wisdom that the people that actually do it have. They understand it at a 
philosophical level. They understand it at an intellectual level, but they don't understand it in practice. And it's a big, big difference. I can tell you all day long, if you just read the recipe of Emerald Lagasse, you can put together the ingredients. Will it taste the same as Emerald? <laughs> nope. Probably not. <laughs> Why? Because he has experience. Yeah. He has wisdom. He knows that if he adds this ingredient first, it'll change the taste. Now, again, I'm not saying that there's not a place for like the philosophy-based information out there. There is. A lot of colleges have philosophy-based information that's being taught. Yes. You know, and I'm not saying that, again, I'm not speaking in absolutes here because some of those professors actually have field knowledge. Yeah. And they go when they teach. I'm just saying that there is a place for everything. And you're looking for not only information, but wisdom. Timing is truly everything. Yeah. You know, if okay. you think about Emerald, when he's making the recipe, he has everything listed out for you to do. And any recipe that you follow, normally you're following the directions, the ingredients, the way that it's presented. You might be measuring out this much, but, but he might put a little bit more salt. That bam. Yeah. You know? I, mean, I know I'm showing my age because I don't even think Emerald's <laughs> on TV anymore. But I remember as a kid, I watched him growing up. So that was like, that was my, my cooking hero. And yeah. if some of you all know my story. I love to cook when I was a kid. Yeah. That was one of my outlets. So... If you haven't already done so, go to the website, realliferalequity.com forward slash newsletter. If you sign up for the newsletter, this week we're going to send out a special edition where we will provide a link for our books. I think stories are important. And Keisha has a story. We're both number one bestselling authors and in two separate books. I was in Resilience, Turning Your Setback into a Comeback. And I was in Desire, Discipline, and Determination, Lessons from Bold Thought Leaders. And it's important to talk about the story behind the story. When you get the opportunity to learn people's biographies and autobiographies, I typically jump on every opportunity to learn about people, especially the people that I aspire to be like. Yeah. Um, because by doing so, I get to understand how they think. Yeah. How they thought through past challenges and how they're thinking through present challenges and experiences yeah and those um, stories are truly an example of what we're talking about right here where can you get a lot of philosophy-based information because uh, information is abundant i mean there's plenty of places youtube facebook instagram linkedin yep forums looking at real estate bigger pockets you're looking for anything youtube we call it youtube university now yep. and again you know we're big fans of people like dan kennedy and dave d and russell brunson who are out there promoting free messages but they're executable action items not philosophy mm. that's the difference those guys that are actually putting together actionable executable information that they're giving away for free i read russell brunson's book dot com secrets and learned a ton a ton and i t i have spent a lot of money on information marketing to learn how to market myself more effectively to learn how to put together copy dave d is a phenomenal copywriter and just so you all know this is one of the few guests that we're not uh keeping a secret because he, that, that guy has been one of the influences to change how i present how I speak, mm -hmm. how I put together stories, you know, figuring out what's important to people. Yeah. Phenomenal copywriter, phenomenal marketer. Dan Kennedy is the same way. Dan Kennedy is the guru's guru. Mm. 
if you get something for free, it should be actionable. It should be executable because information is freely free and abundant. And there's a lot of people that are fake, a lot of fake gurus out there who are promoting things that are either old or don't work. And if they're old and don't work, you won't know about it. And so you have to really be careful how you move forward because it's not enough now to have just a why. You have to have some wisdom to go with the why. So next is experience-based learning. So what do I mean? There's people out there who know how to do it in practice, but don't know how to teach it. Yeah. And that's like the total polar opposite. Now, these guys are highly successful, but they couldn't tell you how to do it step by step by step. It's a fine art between the both of them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so these are the people that are on the, on the street day in and day out. I mean, the people that are working to get this stuff done. And many of them don't have information products. These are typically the people that fall into that close mentor sponsor category because they can only talk to or work with like three to five people at a time and help them in business and mentor them because they don't have a system in place to teach mass amounts of people. Mm, yeah. In many cases, you'll find them without getting huge fees. And in lieu, they work as like a board role or an advisory type role. You know, they'll work with you. Because they are trying to fulfill a higher level need. If you've ever looked at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, we're actually talking about the self-actualization portion of his hierarchy of needs. This is the part where they're doing things to fill their full potential, to give back, to leave a legacy, right? Right, right. Think about it this way. If you signed up for the military, and Justin's been in the military, yep. and you're out in the field, you have been trained, everyone's been trained to do one thing. And so, <laughs> but you're out in the field. I mean, just think about the guy with, that's, that has, is in the field, boots on the ground. He's doing his thing. He's got at least three to five people with him that's um, going after the same thing. The reality is we teach small groups to succeed. Yeah. You know, there are people who are in the military who are trained to teach large groups, mm -hmm. but... That's special training. To be a boot camp instructor, you have to go to special school to be a boot camp instructor because it's different than teaching. And let me digress a minute. Every sailor, soldier, marine, airman are trained to teach their replacement. Mm, yeah. And so on a one-on-one, -on -one, one to three, even as many as 10, 15, you're training your replacement. It's a lot different than in boot camp where you're training 80 people who are civilians off the street. This is the same concept. So I am, as a sailor, teaching only three to five junior sailors, and I'm mentoring them in how to be an effective sailor and early promote, as we call it, sailor. But I'm not teaching 80 sailors in boot camp because yeah. that's special training. It's the same thing, okay? Now... I heard this a few weeks back, uh, and, and I thought it would be a good image to uh, for you to keep in your head as we as we continue down this road. So, think about a mountain, and on that mountain you have someone in front of you, and you have somebody behind you, and you have somebody beside you. The person in front of you is turning back and saying to you, "You can do it." The person beside you is grinding it out with you, and the person behind you is looking for you to encourage them. Mm -hmm. All of these help to make the experience richer, regardless of where you are on the mountain. And so if you're an experienced-based, which many of us are, actually all of us are, Yeah. there's always somebody you can look to, 
There's always somebody who's right beside you, and there's always somebody who's right behind you who needs your help. Yeah. The person in front of you needs your help so that they can have somebody to go back and help. The person beside you needs your help as courage, as encouragement and motivation. And the person behind you needs your helping hand to make sure they don't fall off the cliff while you're moving up to. Mm, it's like passing the baton. Yeah. Yeah. So you, we all have a responsibility to find someone to reach back and help. Someone to look forward to and ask for help and someone to run with. Now, we want to be one of those for you. And, you know, we give out free information that's executable. We have guests on the podcast that, that give executable golden nuggets and action items and tips and, tra- and strategies to, you know, really help you progress along the path of entrepreneurship. Our goal is to really figure out who we are to you. And we'd love to hear your feedback as uh, what kind of role we are. So send us an email to mountain at and tell us how you see us in your life. We have an amazing audience and we would love to hear from you. We really want to make sure that you are growing. As we grow, we want to make sure that our audience members are also growing. All right. So last but certainly not least is the hybrid guru. And I won't even say it's a guru. The hybrid teacher. Okay. Well, this is a person that I think about. I used to have a hybrid car Mm, and I absolutely loved that car because it wasn't just the model of the car the fact that it was a hybrid so this makes me think about the hybrid entrepreneur this is a person that has been successful they figured out how to use their platform outside of their normal business yeah and 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 really how to do it the most effective way possible yes because there's a lot of ways to do it and there's only a few that are effective. Yes. And so we see this a lot in real estate investing. Uh, Robert Kiyosaki is a great example of somebody who's a hybrid teacher. Yeah. He has an education-based company. Don't get me wrong. He runs an education-based company. But he also invests in the same assets he teaches about yeah. in his education-based company. He talks about real estate in his education company. He talks about businesses in his education-based company. And he actually goes out and does the thing. He eats his cooking. Real right. estate guys are the same way. They talk about fundraising. They talk about development. Right. They're all of those. They eat their own cooking. Uh, you know, Jay Hartley talks about property management. He's a property manager. He's a landlord. Right. He's also a property owner. Dr. Eric Tate, he's a physician. He's a syndicator. He owns property. He's raised money, and he also teaches and speaks from the stage. Yeah. I mean, all of these guys are great examples. Dave D does this. I mean, you know, if, and again, if you don't know who Dave D is, Dave D was the chief marketing strategist for Dan Kennedy. And, I mean, like, to me, he was like the number two guy. And like we said before, he's going to come on the show here soon. So, you know, we're super excited about that. But uh, the hybrid teacher has figured out a way to not only scale his or her influence, but how to teach people at a massively larger level. Yeah. Um, we actually place ourselves in this category because we don't just teach. We are actually practitioners. You know, we coach, we mentor, and we report to you what is working and what is not. But we also practice in our business. Yeah. We are business practitioners. We still develop real estate. We still run assisted living. Uh, we still develop assisted living houses. We still, you know, do real estate based projects. You know, we still are entrepreneurs. Right. 
but we also report to you. We bring guests on who are practitioners. We bring guests on who are not only educating, but teaching. In some cases, they're not building education companies, right? Right, right, exactly. Our goal is tr- is to really be more effective and creative. Reach more people. Create more efficiencies with our time. I mean, we literally were going to coffee and lunch meetings every day. That's why we. That was one of the reasons we created this podcast. We were spending a lot of time ineffectively. So the only reason we know about what to do to be more effective is because is because we follow models and systems and talk to people about what they've done before and then implement it based off of what we do. Now we still have kids, <laughs> you know. We still have responsibilities. Yes. And so we knew that going to coffee and lunch meetings and still running our business wasn't the most effective way in, in highest best use of, highest and best use of our time. So, right. um, the really the whole get to know us better and to learn what we do part is answered here. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the reality was that we started to neglect our business in exchange for those delicious lunches and uh, that hot coffee. Mm-hmm. So, but here's the deal. If you're a successful business owner, a semi-successful business owner, or if you feel like you are a total failure, someone is always just ahead of you, just behind you, or right beside you. I'm coming back to that again because this is encouragement for somebody. There is always somebody to add value to. It adds value to my life when I can turn around and help someone. It adds value to my life when someone else turns around and helps me. It adds value to my life when I turn to my, to my side and I help someone else. Yeah. There is never a case where your message is not valuable. Yeah. It just it might not be 100% correct or accurate, but nobody's message is that. And that is why, as we mentioned earlier, we are big fans of most of what Robert Kiyosaki teaches. Yeah, because, you know, nobody is 100% accurate or correct for your specific situation. Nobody. Right. And I'm not saying that you should go listen to people that don't know what they're talking about, because in Ray Dalio's book, principles he talks about believability you should make believability weighted decisions and if you have not read principles strongly recommend reading it um, believability is a person who you trust uh, in in my own words is a person who you trust based off of their experience yeah they, they have believability weighted opinions they're experienced and they can and you listen to them but you listen to them with a grain of salt okay everyone has an opinion. Everybody has a message. Nothing is 100% absolute for you, even us. You know, yeah, we mentioned it before. And, one, and I'm pretty sure this is he's going to talk about it um, here in the future. But like um, no two people are alike. Yeah. You know, no people have identical anything with the past, present or future. And so the reality is we're all unique. We're all we all have unique situations. And although sometimes they're similar the idea is to take the sum total of everybody we meet, all the similar experiences, and use them and break them down into pieces and apply them to your life based off of where you're at. Okay. So the hybrid teacher is special to us because the hybrid teacher usually has like one, two, or three specialties that they mostly teach. Right. Like our good friend, Gene Garino, he teaches assisted living. He owns them as well, and he has a special insight to the ins and outs of that business. And he's a certified financial planner. Right, right. One, two, or three specialties, right? Correct. Dave D., he teaches you how to present. 
Then he goes out and presents in the same way he teaches others. The real estate guys, they teach syndication. They also are out there fundraising and developing. Uh, Eric Tate, again, he's a physician. He's a practicing real estate investor. So on and so on and so on. Right. So to us, the hybrid approach is the most powerful of all because of the reasons we mentioned and more. These hybrid teachers can speak from current trends and perspectives. They can teach from experience. They can teach from wisdom. If you feel like you need one-on-one hands-on coaching, know that from the beginning. Really take a self-assessment. Know that you need that so that you know you're not going to go into a group setting and work well. Right. If you're okay with group coaching, know that from the beginning because you need to know that you are okay working in a group. Okay? If you're not okay with being coached by a guy other than the face of the company, you need to know that. This A great example of this is Tony Robbins and Robert Kiyosaki. Know it from the beginning. Guys like those cost six and seven figures to get one-on-one time with. And so it's okay if that's what you need, but you need to have the capability of doing it. Don't go into a free seminar expecting to see the guy at every face of every company. Mm, that's real good. The goal is to stay in your lane. Don't overextend yourself. Make sure you have a plan in place, either the first 30, 60, 90 days, whatever time frame you're comfortable with. Yeah. And then be sure that you're learning enough to make your money back so that the coaching doesn't cost you a dime. Yeah. So with that being said, you know, there's a lot of fake out there. Yeah. And, you know, we are always asking our guests for golden nuggets. I want to leave a little piece of golden nugget with you. I'm real hesitant to say it's super valuable because I don't want to come off as arrogant, but this is extreme real life uh, scenario. So one of the things that we stand firm in our belief, and this is our public service announcement. So if you ever want to know how we stand and how we feel about this, here's how it goes. If you're a marketing person, a marketing guy, a social media person, and you ask for a retainer up front, this is our experience. Marketing agency asks you for a retainer up front. We're not about that. We believe that just like any other business, you pay for performance. There's a lot of people out there like Ty Lopez courses going out and proclaiming that all you need to do is take this course and spend the $9.97 and over six weeks you'll learn exactly what you need to do to be a self-proclaimed Ty Lopez certified social media expert. Now I'm I'm be- beating on Ty Lopez for a second because that's the way he teaches. Yeah. And it's not necessarily the truth. Because if you don't have wisdom of practice, wisdom of experience, you're going to go and do like people have done to many of the people that I know and many of my friends and take advantage of somebody because you don't know what the heck you're doing. Yeah. And I have a problem with that personally because I've been through it. My friends have been through it. And this is a problem that we face in today's society. So if you want to know where I stand, I am not for those gurus who are out there teaching in six weeks you can do everything that i've been doing for the last 10 years yeah if you just hit this microwave button you get every result i spent the last 20 years doing it's wrong yeah it's wrong i paid for his course i know what it's in it you know i wanted to see what the hype was all about i wanted to see if you know for that 997 and in six weeks i can voila i know exactly what i i needed to do and a lot of that going on it's a lot of that going on there's something that i seen by another guy named Billy Jean, and uh, he's another one of those marketing gurus. Now, I say he's a marketing guru. He may be a little different. I've actually never bought his product, but one of the things that I admired and I liked was 
he had on one of his videos that he would bring a customer to that individual he was working with long before he ever asked for a dime. Mm-hmm. That was interesting to me. That's a level of confidence that you'll find a lot of marketing guys don't have. And I don't piss a lot of marketing guys off right now, but I don't care because I've been down the road, one, and two, if I take your money, I know what I'm doing. It's up to you to make the thing work. Right. There's a lot of guys who can't even get your message off the ground, let alone know what to do. And we've been through it. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people out there with some powerful messages, but they don't know how to get the social media part of the marketing off the ground. Yeah. But they got, and, and the first thing a marketer will say is, oh, you didn't close them. <laughs> oh, you didn't close them. That was your fault. You didn't close them. You anyway. weren't experienced enough. Sorry. Anyway, you, or yeah, you weren't experienced <laughs> enough. Anyway, you know, I'm just saying, if you know what you're doing, don't take anything less than what you know you are fully capable of. And don't take anything less than what you really, really want. So for those of those people out there who are thinking about getting a social media marketing, consider getting results up front. Now, it can be held in escrow because I'm all about equality. I'm all about being fair. It can be in an escrow. You can hold it with a lawyer, have clear metrics defined, have both of your lawyers put it into a contract that you agree on, sign off on, so that when these specific metrics are being hit, and I'm saying this for a reason, when these specific metrics are hit, then you know the, mar the marketing campaign was a success. Yeah. It's, I'm saying this for a reason. If you say, oh, I'm, uh, a lawyer's too expensive, you haven't been down a big enough road yet because there's guys that I know personally that have spent thirty and forty and fifty thousand dollars, and for a thousand dollars for a lawyer to write a two thousand dollars for a lawyer to write up a three thousand dollars for a lawyer to write up a contract, yeah, can save you thirty, a forty, fifty. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of money. Yeah, I was gonna sue somebody uh, a couple of years ago for some stuff, and my lawyer told me and my mentors they told me it's gonna cost you more to sue them than it would for you to get your money back. Mm. And the likelihood is that you wouldn't get your money back in the first place because we can go into lawyer speak and all of that, but charging orders and all that stuff, start looking into that kind of thing. And, and maybe we'll bring Mauricio on again to talk about that. But those are real and asset protection is real. If they ain't got the money, you're chasing a blank asset. Yeah, very true. So most marketing makes a sale for you long before you ever make the purchase. Peter Drucker says, when marketing is done right, selling becomes unnecessary. When marketing is done right, selling becomes unnecessary. I mean, think about it. Mm. When you see a new type of soda or drink or candy or food or restaurant, it's not a sales guy walking up to you saying, hey, do you wanna buy, do you wanna buy, do you wanna buy? <laughs> It's the marketing message that was so powerful that drew you into whatever that is. What drew you in to buy the candy, to buy the drink, to the restaurant, to, you know, purchase the food item. Yeah. And there's very little, very little influence to the purchase. There's very little extra nudging that goes on, you know? Yeah. Typically, the only thing that's needed is clarity <laughs> from someone who's who's there working. So think about it. If you go to your local gas station, you've seen the new, newest drink on TV the night before. All you're doing is, hey, where is the... the Mountain Dew. Where is the Mountain Dew? <laughs> where is the... And we don't drink soda, obviously, so... No. Uh, we don't actually know That's probably know an new, old drink. I don't yeah, know. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, where is it? 
was it was it good? You know, they're asking that person that was it good? What do you think of it? Have you tried it? They're not making a sale. They're just asking for your opinion. And the best messages that are marketed out there don't need another salesperson. They just need somebody to ask, was it good? Mm, yeah. Did you like it? Did it help you? Look at Amazon. Amazon's a walking case study. All they want to do is tell you how good the product is from third-party validations. That's how they built their business. So the intent to buy is already in us after a great marketing message is sent. And the same is true with the newfound social media experts. They should all provide a message to the market that is such a good match, it's so good, that even a mediocre salesman can close them. Now, I heard this saying before, you can't say the wrong thing to the right person, and you can't say the right thing to the wrong person. Let me say it again, you can't say the right thing to the wrong person, and you can't say the wrong thing to the right person. It's an old sales cliche. And again, never take anything in absolute. And that's the reality of the many people that I associate with, especially. So to recap real quick, the three types of information market, three types of teachers, again, is philosophy based, experience based, or a hybrid of both. Yeah. So with that being said, we appreciate you listening as always. And again, we like to keep it real when others don't. That's the name of the game. You know, it's real life, real equity, real, real problems, problems, real solutions. See you next time. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Real Life, Real Equity podcast. If you would like to ask the hosts a question or be exposed to our podcast audience, visit our website at realliferealequity.com and submit a request. Again, that's realliferealequity.com. Or send us an email at info at realliferealequity.com. Again, that's info at realliferealequity.com. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week right here on Real Life, Real Equity Podcast.